Today's sponsor is EveryPlate. Initially, I thought meal kits had to be expensive, that there were kind of a splurge. But as it turns out, EveryPlate is more affordable than groceries. Their quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste, you know, like the bag of spinach that I throw out every single week. You can skip the store and let EveryPlate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a consistently low price. For me, in the summer, I'd rather be out enjoying the sunshine than cooking. EveryPlate helps me do just that. Simple, stress-free recipes come together in just six steps and are ready in about 30 minutes or less. You can choose between 17 recipes that change every week and swap proteins and sides to your liking, so you can switch up dinner routines however you want. Every plate helps me experience more of my favorite things in life by saving me time and money, which means more money towards vacations, concerts, the list goes on. You can choose from classic plate, veggie plate, family plate, and easy plate preferences to serve up crowd-pleasing meals night after night. Try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code SELFIE179. Again, that's $1.79 per meal at everyplate.com with the code SELFIE179. Today, our show is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you are among them, know that you're not alone and there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. Thousands of women have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol offers targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Healthier hair growth takes time. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months of use. Nutrafol is physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free. They use medical-grade botanicals in consistently effective doses so you get the most reliable results. And no matter your stage in life, they have a solution. Nutrafol women's formulation is ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair loss caused by stress, dieting, overstyling, or environmental toxins. Their other formula, Women's Balance, is for additional hormone support for those with thinning hair through menopause. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code SELFIE to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code SELFIE. Hello, I'm Sarah James, a lifestyle blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast in the Life Listen Network about two women embarking on a self-care bender. We're both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet it's elusive. And while we may have all the information we need, we don't always get there. We want to explore different aspects of self-care, from the silly to the serious, looking at body, mind, and spirit, and also just some random talk that's thrown in there for good measure. We also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Okay. Hey guys, today we are going to be interviewing Gabrielle Blair, who is the force behind designmom.com, which is one of my favorite websites. Mm -hmm. And she also- Oh, it's really, truly one of my favorites. Oh, it really, truly is. Because it's not just design, right? It's not. Not at all. And then she also started Altitude Summit, which is Mm -hmm. a conference for creatives that you and I have both been to many times, and it literally sells out in hours when they announce it. 
It is such a cool conference. So we're talking to her today about the whole intersection of design and self-care. Which is fun because I'm sure our listeners have gleaned this at this point, but you and I are kind of design junkies. Yes. Yes. Like we care a lot. (laughs) Yeah. We we care a lot. Now, I don't care as much as my husband, but I do still care a lot. Well, that's good because you're married to an interior designer. I feel like if if he wasn't there, stepping up. You know what I mean? No, that's totally true. That's totally true. But I will say, I'm very function. The function of design is very, very important to me, and we talk a lot about that today with her and how that affects, you know, your self care. Yeah, it was a great conversation. We're going to get to that in a minute, but if you don't already, you should check out Design Mom's Instagram feed. It's interesting because not only does she post about design, but she's always asking these fascinating questions. Like there was a big conversation about medical marijuana yesterday. She asks about religion. She's a really interesting person. Yes. I remember that she just recently asked about, you know, do you consider God a female or male or a genderless? It was, uh, she's always got so many interesting things to talk about. So very cool. So what's, what's happening with you? Give me an update. Well, you know, I am um, continuing on my ablation journey. <gasps> the ablation journey. A journey. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just very excited about my ablation. And which if you're not familiar, it is a procedure that burns the lining off of your uterus so that you in most cases, no longer have a period and also no longer have painful periods. Uh, So I have just been going through the paces. Um, I had to get my blood levels done, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Oh, ooh, the suspense. (laughs) Uh, I had to get a, a pelvic ultrasound. So I got the approval for the ablation in the mail. Nice. Very, very, very good. Uh, which I apologize for the knocking that you might be hearing. I have painters here um, because in addition to the ablation journey, I'm also on a remodeling journey. Well, um, so but anyway, I, so, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get the approval in the mail and listen to what they wrote on it. Some, whoever, whatever clerk was approving it, it said, approved for surgery to private part. <laughs> So I I don't know if the person doing it was 10 because (laughs) my 11 year old can use the right word for body parts, but I'm going to have a surgery to a private part. We can't Um, use the word uterus apparently. Wait, that's really, do you think it's, do you think it's more a HIPAA thing? Like they can't say it no matter what it is. That's well, just I mean, weird. That's so no, weird. because the other paperwork says like pelvic ultrasound <laughs> or mammogram of the breasts. I, like I don't, <laughs> I don't know why it. I just thought it was so funny. Like I took a picture of it. That is. Oh, I would take. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I hope everything goes well with you and your private part. Well, thanks. I Not appreciate plural. it. Uh huh. Oh, but yeah. So I get my blood levels back, and you know what? For the first time in my entire life. I had high cholesterol. Oh, no. And Uh. I don't know if I've talked about this, but I have been doing a low-carb, high-fat diet Mm -hmm. since December. Mm -hmm. Never in my life have I had high cholesterol, Mm. and now I do. Do you have a family history? It's shaking me. No. Okay, so... I think it's because I'm eating bacon and eggs all the time. Yep. 
which there's all this stuff that's like, no, if, yeah. if you do, you know, keto, it, it actually can help your cholesterol, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just kind of like, well, I've never had problems. And you know me, I've actually, I've always eaten fairly healthy my entire life. Right. I decided to do keto because I gained a lot of weight during my divorce. And I just wanted the thing that like, I see everybody losing all this weight on, which right. it has been effective. Right. But it has been a real struggle for me to eat like this because I don't love meat and fat yeah. and, you know, so I'm, I'm a little shaken. I'm a little bit just like, do I keep going on this? Do no. I? No. Yeah. Here's the thing. I remember when I was doing paleo and stuff, there actually were lots of studies that showed that eating those high fat diets did not affect cholesterol. But why I'm telling you to stop is obviously something has been triggered, something's happening. And if you just logically look at it, what has changed? Your diet has changed. What I would do is go back to a more plant-based type diet, not be eating so many high fats, the bacon, the meats, all that stuff, and just have your cholesterol retested in a couple of months. And if it's still high, then you're going to know, okay, it wasn't the way I was eating. It's something else. But if it changes, then you know. I would definitely, because that's the first thing I would go to. I know. I agree. Except it's so frustrating because... At the same time, the diet's been effective. Right. I don't want to do this for my whole life. This is not how I like to eat. I like to eat fruits and vegetables right. and stuff that came out of the earth. Right. But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to get to a baseline weight and then, you know, kick right. myself in the ass and then go back to my normal plant-based eating. But now I'm, fr I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because it's like, I, you know, this weight thing has been a struggle because I've yeah. got adrenal fatigue and blah, blah, blah. And I finally found something that worked and it's like making me not healthy. Okay. So do you mind me asking how high was the cholesterol? Was it high, high? Shoot. No, it was like a couple numbers. I want to say that like 99 is the cap and I was at 105. Okay. Well, okay. So it wasn't so, crazy, yeah. but I just have never had anything flag oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. That is freaky. That's really freaky. It wasn't crazy high. What's the exercise like right now for you? Uh, well, you know. Not good. That could be the, your other option. If you want to stay on the diet, then if You're you right. That's what I need to do. You need to start exercising more, and I bet you a million dollars that will drop it. If it's, if it's some sort of, like, inconsistency with this way you're eating and stuff, if you add in the exercise, I think... And yeah. plus, it's a win-win because you're going to be eating, which is eating in a way it's helping you lose weight plus you'll be exercising so you'll just lose weight faster you need i think that, do that then i'm your doctor i feel like though you know what i feel frustrated with myself i'm going to admit this right now on this self-care podcast mm -hmm. that i'm even sitting here having a conflict over whether or not to go off of an unhealthy diet because i want to be skinnier like this is yeah. not the body positivity that i want to be modeling for myself yeah. or others <laughs> no and yet no. But, and yet, but you know, it's, it's a diet that a lot of people are on. Um, we yeah. do not know if it's dangerous. It's too, I mean, it's, no. um, and you're losing weight. And like you said, this is not a permanent lifestyle change for you. You want to go no. back to eating more plant-based foods. It's just, you're trying to get to a baseline and Hey, I think a lot of people could admit to doing things like that, just trying to get to the baseline. And 
the thing is too, you could up your greens. I mean, that's not adding for sure calories. So you could just be adding in more leafy greens to help combat that. That's true. I probably, I can probably figure out how to do this diet in a way that is cholesterol healthy. And I don't want to say that I'm bashing the diet. I have, I mean, I have a friend who has lost like an extraordinary amount of weight doing keto and, you know, a friend who is in struggling, you know, um, for a very long time. So, I mean, I, I know that it can be effective for people. It just, and I, I just was also surprised at like how that affected me. Well, it's scary, but hopefully it's just one of those things. It was just a couple of points above. And next time you get tested, it will be back below threshold. Hopefully. Hopefully. And you know what? I mean, hello, what raises cholesterol as well? Stress. So, you know, Ooh. I mean, that's, that's, you know, another... I, you know what, I did not think about that, but that is probably a massive factor here. Cause my stress is sky high for sure. For sure. Anyway, that is, uh, that's what I'm dealing with right now. What, um, what's up with you? Well, we'll get it figured out. You'll get it figured out. I think with exercise and changing up your diet a little bit, it'll get figured out, but Okay. I have to tell you this story that happened to me because it has to do with a couple of our listeners. It was like the most random thing ever. So I was in Dallas last week for the Indie Beauty Expo, which is like this big trade show for all of these independent beauty brands. And it's a great time for me to go actually be face-to-face with a lot of the brands that I work with online. So they had this big trade show and it's in this huge building and it's just like packed with people and they have a valet out front. So you can imagine it's like tons of people in their cars. Anyway, I got there early. I got to go in early before it opened to kind of check everything out, which was nice. And I kind of was in there and out of there. So I left the expo when it um, was just, people were just arriving for it. So there was like a valet line, literally like for a block. And these, it's a, it was really Ooh. cool. It's an all female valet company. It was really cool. It was all women that were doing ballet, but they were running their butts off. So anyway, they pull up my car, I get in my car, and I'm actually going to meet my sister, who just so happened to be in Dallas, um, for dinner, but all the way across Dallas, like on the other side of Dallas. And I don't know if you've spent any time in Dallas, but the traffic in Dallas getting from one side of the city to the other is very much like LA. I mean, it's just, it's just horrendous. So I'd given myself like 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'll see you there in an hour. So I drive all the way to this restaurant to meet my sister. And I pull into the parking lot. And for some reason, thankfully, I did not turn my car off because it was really hot outside. I got out to like look in my back hatch for something. And when I got back into my car, a little warning sign came on and said, key fob is not, you know, not in the car. If you turn your car off, it will not turn back on. And I realized that the valet, because I have a key fob, like a wireless key fob, you know, not something that actually turns in. <gasps> I realized the valet had not put my key fob back in my car. So my key right, fob. Right, so you're driving, but. Yeah, oh I'm, it's still going because the way cars work these days is it'll, if you already have the car started with the key fobs around, you can drive the car until you, ha- until you turn it off. And then when you turn it off, you won't be able to turn it back on. Well, keep in mind, I'm, oh in, I'm in Dallas, which is 300 miles from my home. Okay. I'm in a car running. And I know if I turn my car off, it will never turn back on. And I'm just like, whoa. 
So I call my sister and I'm like, I'm so, you can, I mean, I'm so flipping annoyed at this point. I'm so mad that I have to drive all the way across Dallas to go get my freaking key fob that the valet forgot to put in my car. So I drive all the way back. I pull up. It's still completely crazy. Someone runs up to my car. They're like, you're in the wrong lane. I'm like, no, listen, you brought me my car. You haven't given me my key fob. They're like, uh, that's not possible. They're totally pushing back on me. They're, it's just packed. There's cars everywhere. People are honking. And oh my God. I know. It just, I'm having like a mini pant. I'm just so stressed this out. This is you and I's personal nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Situation. Exactly. And so finally, the girl, they're like, which girl is it? And there's, there's literally like 13 girls with ponytails running around all over the place. I'm like, I don't know. I think that one. Anyway, the whole time this is happening, I've wedged my car into this line and like, it's just, cars are having trouble getting around me. And there's this car facing me and there's these two girls in the car and they're just staring at me and they're smiling during this whole time. This is like 15 minutes of me talking to the valets, trying to figure things out. They still can't find my key fob, but these girls just keep on smiling. And I'm like, what the hell are these girls looking at? Like, I'm so frustrated. They bring my fob, they find my fob in some weird basket. They're like, here you go. I'm like, oh, thank you. And that car pulls up. They roll down their window. They're like, we love your podcast. <laughs> Random. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh my gosh. out of all places, they probably watched me just like almost, I was so annoyed with this whole situation. And it just happened to be two girls that listened to our podcast. So, hi. <laughs> that is so funny. And I was just I like, swear to you, though, those are always the situations where someone knows me from the internet. Like I'm yes. losing my crap on my kids in the store. <laughs> or I had a woman like try to strike up a conversation with me who read my blog while I, it was a child's birthday. I, it was like three or four years ago. It was Karis's birthday. I had 10 six year olds at an ice cream shop, all trying to order specific flavors and toppings. Oh, oh yeah. At no. one time. Mm-hmm. Can you even imagine? And she's trying to talk to me and I'm so frazzled already that I'm sure I was not graceful. And then she came to my Facebook page and like ripped me a new one <gasps> for like being a bitch in person and not being nice. Oh, And I was God. just like, well, no I, I had no, I was just like, listen, if you cannot read a room and see a mother in stress, like, <laughs> I'm sorry right. for you. Right. <laughs> But they were so sweet. I was like, well, thank you so much. That's so awesome. I'm glad you guys like it. They're like, yeah, you guys are doing a great job. It was, so it was just like, it was a nice little ending to a complete disastrous ballet that. situation. So yeah, it was cool. I tell you what, we have the nicest listeners. and We do. And our little Facebook community has become <laughs> such a warm little bubble. It like it reminds me of back in the days of like message boards. Yes. We've had such good conversations this week over there. Yeah. We had well, I went I mean, people are being very vulnerable about like relationship stuff yeah. and looking for advice and they're getting amazing advice. I talked about this imposter syndrome that I've been dealing with. Like I've got some exciting stuff happening in my life, but I'm reacting in a really weird way of like not being joyous and right and when I talked about it like I think like 50 people were like I have this too yeah yeah we talked about night sweats oh for <laughs> sure thing it's a thing we've talked about um kids and screen time there was a good conversation on that mm-hmm we um have had a couple people did go and buy the mod cloth <gasps> bathing suits I and know. they posted 
Yeah. And I got some really good sizing information too, by the way, through those comments on that mod cloth. Yeah. It's been fantastic. And then one of our listeners told us a story of going to the doctor after listening to your story of dropping your pants. (laughs) And she remembered that. And she only dropped trow halfway down instead of her first impulse, which was all the way to her feet. I'm so so glad I could help you. Yes. You yes. are helping everyone. You're helping the world. I'm helping the world. Don't drop your pants all the way to the floor, people. Just Not all the way, it. guys. Not all the way. Just a, just a little cheek. Just cheek. Just a little cheek. Upper cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked a lot about skincare on the show and specifically tretinoin. If you're not familiar, it's a retinoid, which is an active vitamin A derivative that's used to improve the texture, tone, and appearance of the skin. Today's sponsor, Dear Brightly, has a product called Night Shift, and tretinoin is the active ingredient in Night Shift. This is the only FDA-approved retinoid for treating photoaging, which is premature skin aging due to long-term sun exposure. Tretinoin stimulates collagen production to prevent and treat signs of premature skin aging from years of sun damage, things like fine lines and wrinkles, dark spots, uneven skin tone, and big pores. Tretinoin can only be acquired through a prescription, but it's 20 times more potent than the -the over-the-counter retinol products. It's one of the most well-researched ingredients with over 50 years of research behind it for both acne and photoaging. I had a chance to try Night Shift and I'm really liking it. I have the unfortunate experience of having both breakouts and wrinkles at the same time and it's great for both. I have seen my fine lines decreasing. I've seen my skin tone looking better and it feels really nice. If you've used an over-the-counter retinol before, you know it's really great, but a dermatology-grade retinoid is even better. Night Shift is their dermatologist-formulated serum that's tailored to your skin by doctors online. Dear Brightly works by you first of all starting by sharing your skin story with them, then a doctor evaluates your skin and your skin history. They then tailor your formula and write a prescription, if applicable, and your tailored serum will be delivered to you in the mail. It's super simple and easy. Head to www.dearbrightly.com and enter the promo code SELFIE to get 15% off your first order, which is their very best offer anywhere. That's S-E-L-F-I-E to get 15% off your first order at dearbrightly.com. So when I was a teen learning to shave my legs, my mom did not do me any favors by buying me really cheap disposable razors. If you grew up in as a teen in the 90s, you know the ones, and they left nicks and cuts all over me when I was trying to shave. So with two girls learning how to shave their legs right now, I am committed to making sure that they have good quality razors. Guys, I was probably well into my 30s before I realized the difference a quality razor makes. Today's sponsor is Athena Club. They have great razor kits that we have been using in our house for a couple months. The razor blades are awesome. They are surrounded by this water-activated serum that has shea butter and hyaluronic acid, so you get a silky smooth shave that actually leaves your skin soft and hydrated as opposed to stripped dry. And their blades are spaced out to let hair and shave cream pass through easily so you don't have to make a ton of passes going over and over the skin to remove the hair. Fewer passes means less irritation to your skin, which cuts down on razor burn and ingrown hairs. The razor kit is only $9 with free shipping and it comes with two blade cartridges, a cute little magnetic hook for your shower storage, and your choice of a handle color. I personally chose the coral, but what I really like about it is they have a ton of different colors, black, white pastel neon so if you have a big family like mine everyone can have the razor in their own color so you don't get them confused what i also love about athena club you guys know i love 
automating things. You never have to worry about dull blades because they send refills on your schedule. You just choose how often you want them and they will send them automatically with free shipping. I would also highly recommend their Cloud Shave Foam too. It's insanely thick and stays on while you shave so you don't have to reapply. It leaves your skin feeling very moisturized. It's really, really good. If you wanna try a great quality razor that cuts down on the wastefulness of disposable razors, try Athena Club Razor Kit. You can get 20% off your first order at athenaclub.com with the promo code SELFIE. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-C-L-U-B.com with the promo code SELFIE for 20% off. Okay, so uh, we've got two thumbs up we gotta talk about still, right? We do. Well, my first one is a good one for self-care. Ooh. I finally got a weighted blanket. Oh, I want one of those. I know. I have been wanting one forever. So if you're not familiar, a weighted blanket is exactly what it sounds like. It's a blanket that they have sewn. I think it's kind of like a chain mail kind of a thing into it so that the entire blanket weighs 10 pounds. And it has been shown to be incredibly effective for both sensory processing issues, which I have, and for anxiety, which I also have. Um, So if you are someone who suffers from anxiety or if you are sensory defensive, meaning you you can get um, anxious in bright lights or loud noises, it's just a really calming and soothing thing. You put the blanket on you. It's like a big warm hug. It is amazing. I have been reading about those for quite some time and I want one so badly. It's the reason I really believe this is why I don't sleep well in hotels. When you're at a hotel and there's just not enough blanket on top of you, and I just can't ever get, like, calmed down. I can't drift off into sleep. Totally. So I would imagine I would just be super cozy and, like, nodding off to sleep really quickly with the weight blanket. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, my kids keep stealing mine. (laughs) And I did a lot of research on different weighted blankets because I will say some of them – look a little utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they they just look like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm also picky about fabrics. Mm-hmm. So the one that I ended up getting is from um, a website called pattyandricky.com, but it's patty with an I. So okay. patty with an I and ricky.com. And I'll link up to this in our Facebook group. Um, but they do it with a minky material. You know what Ooh. minky is? Yeah, yeah. It's like that really soft, yeah. soft, kind of like a chenille um, and it's gray, so I feel like it matches everything, but uh, I'm loving it. That's so cool. I want to get one. I think my son would really benefit from a weighted blanket. So, yeah, thank you. I think he would. Thank you for doing the research for me. You're welcome. Well, pattyandricky.com. Pattyandricky.com. Um, and then my other thumbs up is a book that I just finished. Um, our book club just read the book called Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng, mm-hmm. N-G, um, it was really good. It was yeah. just a really fascinating fiction book um, that ex- it really explores mother-daughter relationships and our relationships with our parents. It, it looks at biology. It looks at chosen family. Um, it had a lot of really interesting, I don't want to give too much away, but a lot of very interesting adoption themes. Um really just was like a book about motherhood in all of its forms. And I just, it was one of those books where when I got to the end, it was just like so satisfying. Like that was a great book 
that made me think it was a great book club discussion. So I definitely recommend that one. Little Fires Everywhere. It's, it's just a novel. I'm going to get on that one too. So here, my two thumbs up. I have the first one. Okay, so, you know, I've been singing the praises of my One Love Organics Foaming Facial Cleanser that I love so much that I've used. Oh, you love that. I mean, I love it. And trust me, there have been, that's another, there have been some converts that have been popping up in our community as well that have said, I bought it. I tried it. I love it. Thank you. So anyway. Yes. But it's more of just a gentle foaming cleanser. I found this new cleanser by Suki, which I've never heard of this brand before, but it's a totally clean skincare brand and it's really affordable way less than a lot of the green or clean ones out there. And it's this, yeah. it's called the Suki exfoliate cleanser. And it looks like a scrub. When you open it up, it looks like a sugar scrub and it's made of sugar and um, coconut oil. And it has like some essential oils that make it smell citrusy. And at first I thought this is not going to work on my face, but for some reason, when you, when it hits water on your face, it turns into the silkiest lather. Like it, it's, I don't even know how it works. Interesting. But it still keeps a little bit of the grain in it. I don't know. It's become my favorite thing ever to use in the morning. I definitely use the other one at night to take off my eye makeup. But in the morning when I wake up, I put a little bit on this and it smells like fresh and citrusy and wakes me up. And it's like the silkiest lather. And I think um, it's like a big pot of it's $36. And that's really good for organic Oh my gosh. Skincare. I'm so ordering this. I'm oh. I'm ordering it as we speak. So good. So good. And it's a pretty color. It's like bright yellow. Yeah, it's bright yellow. Oh, and FYI, they do have a one ounce size for $12. Yes. So you can try it out, people. That is really reasonable. Yes. So I, of course, will link to that in the Facebook group and in the uh, notes. And then my second one is something that I spoke about earlier. I think it was in passing and a lot of people have asked me about it. So I just wanted to go ahead and tell you guys about what I give my kids. They're probiotic gummies. My daughter. Yes. You've gotten a lot of questions about that. Yeah. So it's digestive advantage. They're probiotic gummies plus fiber. So not only are there probiotics in there, but my daughter has trouble. She's not super regular and I have to, I mean, she's done like, you know, so many, so many scoops of Miralax in her day and stuff, but this is something that she takes every day for her probiotics, but it has just the right amount of fiber that it really helps her to be regular. And these are not just for kids, they're for adults too. So anyone can take these. So if you are not super regular and are looking for probiotics plus a little bit of fiber, these are exceptional. And when she takes these, she has no problems with constipation. When she stops taking wow. them, within about five days, we're right back to where we started. So just, they're just, they're amazing. I love them. Okay, so here's a question. Yeah. Do you buy, because I know they have this specific to kids, do you buy the kids version or do you buy the adult version and give her like a half dose? So I'm glad you pointed that out. Actually, there's only one version with the fiber and the fiber component is the most important. I'll link to these specifically because if you're looking, you're probably looking at the, um, there's probiotic gummies for adults and kids, but there's only one bottle of the probiotic gummies plus fiber. 
Well, it's interesting. I have found like a lot of times products that are aimed at kids are more expensive and it's yes. more economical. Yes. Like I use those smart, smarty pants vitamins. Oh, the smarty pants. Yes. And so I just give, yeah, I, which I love, but I just give my kids a half of the adult dose because the adult dose is like four gummies. So I give them two because if I bought the kids, it's like more expensive per day. Oh, totally. I was so happy when my son hit the weight limit for allergy medicine where he could just actually <laughs> take the pill because I was spending so much money on children's Zyrtec. It was just oh, ridiculous how much money that cost. And now he just takes the adult one, you know, and it's like, oh, yep. pop a pill, tiny little pill. Which oh my gosh. you can gosh. get at Costco for nothing. Totally. Yes, exactly. So yes, those are my two thumbs up for the week. Awesome. Okay, so let's get talking to Gabrielle. Okay, Gabby, thank you so much for joining us today. So I want to talk a little bit for listeners who are not familiar. You run a blog called Design Mom. It is, um, no kidding, people. one of my favorite blogs. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's super nice. Well, how did all of that start? Um, a long, long time a ago. long time ago. Yeah, so like you guys, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. This is, uh, July is 12 years for me. Um, so that makes us OG bloggers. If you're not, we are OG bloggers, right? Yes. And, um, really I had just had baby number five. I'd been working in New York as an art director and had baby number five was on maternity leave and blogs were happening. And I had, um, toyed with the idea of like a, an essay blog or like, but I really had no writing skills then. And, and, um, and then I discovered sites like Design Sponge and Apartment mm-hmm. Therapy. Mm-hmm. And at the time, remember, this is pre-Pinterest and oh, yes. Instagram. Yeah. Right. And so a blog post, you do like three a day, and it'd be like image, and then like, I like these shoes. You know, like that was right. a blog post, right? <laughs> it was your personal yeah. Pinterest. Right, yeah. right, right. Yes. And you might do something a little longer form, but it was like, as far as design blogs go, it was that's really all it was. And so you were posting yeah. multiple times a day, right. like whatever you found. And so I was like, oh, I can do that. You know, like right. that I can do because writing, I was so slow at. But obviously things have changed over the years. Right. And um, now I do almost all long form, you know, mm-hmm. very long posts. And mm-hmm. anyway, no, no longer three a day because I now I'm, you know, posting on Instagram or on mm-hmm. Facebook. There's so many, else. so many of the platforms. Yeah. So many. many places. But what I love about your blog, too, is that while it did start as a design oriented blog, mm-hmm. I do believe you talk about all different kinds of topics and you do it in such a lovely way that really brings people together. And I have to say, if, if you go to Gabby's blog and look at her comment section, Mm -hmm. you know, I read some of the most poignant comments there. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I did a survey for the first time in a long time, maybe, I don't know, 10 years or something in January. And I have really well-educated readership. Yes. They all have more degrees than I have, for sure. <laughs> and, um, and, they're, and they're really thoughtful. And um, anyway, so it's really, the, the feedback was really interesting, but it was like, oh, these are really smart, thoughtful women. No wonder the comment section is so good. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, it's awesome. That's fantastic. Right. My favorite on your blog is you do a series called Living with Kids. Mm-hmm. And Every Tuesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you just show interesting homes of people that have kids. Mm-hmm. And it, they are inspirational, yet they're realistic. They're realistic. I really well, love that series. I really try to do a range. So, you know, some people are really designing and they're going to have this gorgeous house and you may have already seen that house on apartment therapy right you know somewhere else because it's like a showpiece house right i love those houses fantastic you know it's like oh they're so dreamy and other people are 
regular people that are want a nice, lovely home for their family, but are not going mm-hmm. to dedicate their life right. to right. this, right? And totally valid way to live. Like that's totally yeah, fine. Absolutely. And they, but they want to share off their home and how what their family's like. And at first, I really thought it was going to be just like design focused. But then, you know, other people reached out. There was like, okay, they're brave enough to like send me pictures of their home. They're proud of their home. Mm-hmm. They should be. People should be proud of their home. That's great. You know, mm-hmm. like they they love their home. Wonderful. Let's let's do it. Let's let's interview that. Like let's yeah. see what it's like. Um, so some of the houses are considered. You know, I'll get emails going. Oh, I like that it's like a regular house. My like, yeah, yeah, it's a regular house. <laughs> it's a regular house. It's a regular house. house. Yeah. They still cleaned it up for the photos, of course, you know, yeah. like all of that. But um, but they're not, it doesn't look like it's out of catalog and they don't know how to, you know, they didn't come in and like style it for a photo no. shoot or, you know, bring in extra pillows and whatever, which is exactly what happens. It's all yeah. pretend. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I know this. So they, yes. it's just a real home. And really the interviews are so much about parenting as well. And they um, are. people, great. people really bear their soul. They do. Now, this was became a book, correct? No, actually. I mean, I wanted it to become, like, that was the first book I pitched. So I was getting pressure to do a book. Okay. I had a, a publisher that really wanted to do a book. Um, and I was like, what's it going to be? And then we toyed with the idea of, like, well, what if we just sort of do the highlights from Living With Kids, the right. series? And um, ultimately, she wanted something, she wanted it more about my thoughts and my right, right. So it's called Your Design views, Mom, How to Live with Kids. It sounds that's like, right. yeah. it sounds that's like right. it, but it's actually, I go room by room mm-hmm. and kind of give you ideas on like, look, here's how to love your space and how your kids can love it too. And it can right. be beautiful for your family, but right. also super mm-hmm. functional and accomplish the goals you want to accomplish. Well, you just said actually earlier that you, you're having your fifth kid. So can we talk about how many children you have? Okay, and- so, <laughs> so it's true. When I started the blog, uh, my fifth child was two months old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my oldest would have been eight and a half or nine. And then um, and then a few years later, I had number six, and that's where we stopped. Yeah. And she is turning eight. So, again, I've been <gasps> doing this for insane. a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, And, um, yeah, it's crazy. So uh, my oldest daughter was seven when I started this, and my youngest daughter is seven now. So I'm like, whoa. I know. It is crazy. So we were pregnant old. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were. We were. I know. So wild. Yeah. Well, one of the things we wanted to chat with you about, you know, it's interesting because you run a blog about design and Sarah's husband's an interior designer. And while she likes to say that he does everything, I'm here to report that she's got a very good eye and I don't do anything with design professionally, but it's, it is very important to me. And I will say Mm -hmm. that, um, the way my home looks mm-hmm. really affects my mental health and the way that I feel about things. Absolutely. It's, it's really important for me. I mean, how does design fit in with self-care? Oh, I love that question. Um, I The first thought that comes to mind is if anyone has ever done renovation or just moved into a house, which I know the two of you are. <laughs> We're just like looking at each other every year, every other like year. Tears coming out. It's a pretty... Um, you can have kind of trauma from it. I mean, it's uh, yes. a lot. It's a lot. And, yes. and so the, when we moved into um, our most recent move, I mean, I had a full-on breakdown a few months after that. But anyway, but putting that aside, um, <laughs> we it hadn't been touched. It was, it was this lovely couple in their 90s that sold us the house. They've since both passed away. I mean, it was just this very special thing that we got this house. His name was Oscar. I have an Oscar son. Anyway, it was right. lovely. And, but they... They were very old and they hadn't really touched the house since the early 80s. And, like, 
and they left it totally furnished. Like, they just, like, walked away. Goodbye. We were moving from France, and they were trying to do us a favor, and so they, like, here. (laughs) It was like, so you're like, you know, you have this blender that was like, oh, this was like my mom's wedding gift blender. Like, I know this blender. You know what I mean? So, or you just like, the whole house is just really, really kind of old stuff, and and not in a cute way necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so we're like, okay, we've got to slowly go through, take out carpet here, there's wood under that, or, you know, all those things. And it's just overwhelming. And nowhere in the house feels like I can sit down and just be comfortable. If I sit down in any room, I'm instantly making a list of, okay, we're just going to do this, we're going to do this, and then if we, you know, anyway. Right. And it's, it's overwhelming. So what I ended up doing is um, really just starting with a couple of small pockets that I could do it, like a manageable piece that I could do quickly and quickly is relative I know but like so yeah. we did um we did a hallway you know like which is weird but like we mm-hmm. got cubbies in yeah. for backpacks and yeah. hooks for coats mm-hmm. and stuff and really made it a pretty made it pretty you know which yeah. I know that sounds weird but no it kind of we need like a, <laughs> we need like a mud room kind of thing yes. so it's an empty hallway and we're like we made it work and it was like, okay, there's a little something. Like, I can, mm-hmm. if I'm freaking out, I can, like, stand in the hallway for a minute. And, like, there's <laughs> no space. And then we did, like, the reading loft, which <laughs> is such like, a kid thing. And it was, like, it's tiny. It's, it's like adorable. Eight though. by oh, eight or whatever. You know, it's, like, a tiny yeah. thing. But I just, like, did it. Because yes. it's this big. It's a tiny little box. And so it's, like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. You know, like, even if you want... Um, uh, you know, the, a, a nice carpet is, you don't need a very big carpet. You know what I mean? Like it's like, right. so I could do it just the way I wanted. Cause you didn't need much for it. And I would, you know, you have to go climb this ladder to get to, it. I'm like, I'm going to go sit up there. And I need a little place, you know, cause it's the construction and, and just all of it. It just gets to be, a, it gets to be too much. So it's I feel like it for mental lot. health, yeah. if you can right. even, so my sister's redoing her living room right mm-hmm. now and she really wants to do the whole house. And she um, in, in hired an interior de- designer, and mm-hmm. anyway, um, um, and she, but she doesn't have a big budget, and so she's like, called me to say, "What do I do?" I said, "Look, you're good. I know you. You're going to be tempted to do a little in each room, right? Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Take one mm-hmm. spot, or you know, mm-hmm. around the mantle, or whatever. You know, one section. Mm-hmm. Make it just the way you want. Make it your happy place. Yeah, mm-hmm. make it perfect. Make it your, exactly. Yeah. Like, don't right. make your com- no compromises here. This is one small section, you know, mm-hmm. where you don't have to go. Okay, I don't like this. I don't like this. Right. Mm-hmm. And just at least have that. Yeah. And then you can you know go from there. But that was cool. my recommendation because that is what worked for me, and I thought it would probably work for my sister who has a similar brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think it's a real thing if you're. If you hate where you live, mm-hmm. it's hard to feel it comfortable can, there. It's hard. It it's is. hard. Yeah, and I, I do, I'm completely behind what you're saying about just maybe one room at a time or one space. Because yeah. at least that space, you feel safe, comfortable. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I'm sitting here thinking, and you're talking about this, and Kristen right now is going through renovation where they are adding a second floor to her house, and she's living in it. Whoa, yes. how does that work? Yeah. Well, I just am really grumpy. <laughs> yeah. All the time. There have yeah. been so many times since we podcast remotely. Oh, and uh, Kristen, I, I hear some like jackhammering in the background, you oh. know, and I think to live in that space. So wait a minute, you're in the main floor. Yes. yes. Construction's happening above you above all the time. Yeah. Your floor, your house is full of dust. I can guarantee. Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. That's just what dust. But here, you know what? Here's the thing I will say, because this is my, I don't know, sixth renovation. Yeah, yes. you're, you're not. I, 
I enjoy that process. And really? I really love making my home what I want it, like exactly yeah. how I want it to be. Yeah. I'm not the person who would buy a turnkey home because yeah. I want to change every single surface. Lest this sound very privileged, I will also say that a part of the reason I renovate homes is it's how I can afford to live in Southern California. Sure. So yes, I sir. buy the cheapest home on the block. Got it. And yeah. then I figure out the most creative and expensive way that I can change every surface of that home. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I and you do an excellent job at that. Yeah. 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 You do. I am real familiar with Ikea kitchens yeah. and laminate <laughs> countertops. Totally. Right. But, um, I really, I, I love, I, it's worth it to me t- for the end result to feel like my home is a reflection of my personality mm-hmm. in every single way. And that mm-hmm. the things on the walls and the surfaces that everything feels like something mm-hmm. I pull together myself. That's and I know it's not everyone's not like that. Right. Yeah. But yeah. that is um I don't know, that that's a a, a part of self care for me is my home. And I'm I'm the person and you guys are probably the same way. I would like splurge on furniture. That's mm-hmm. where I would splurge. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. on a dress, not on a vacation on a trip. But yeah, that velvet yeah. sofa mm-hmm. all throw down. Mm-hmm. Well we're um, both introverts. Gabby, yeah. would you See, I really I, feel like when I when I test and I haven't done and, and I I came in when you we were talking about an agram but um I haven't done that test but when I've been tested on other personality mm-hmm. types uh-huh. I really seem to fall right in the middle yeah I would think that about you yeah because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I see both sides mm-hmm. of that but for an introvert definitely I think that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. making your house just exactly how you yeah. want it because you spend a lot of time home. there right. that's how I am you know yeah, I prefer we our bedroom we have a, a master bedroom upstairs it's the only room upstairs it's this little suite mm-hmm. and I, I'm up there a lot yeah, yeah, like yeah, well you that. spend a lot of time out there I'm like yeah I do <laughs> I, reading my books doing my stuff you know it's and important I, and I know this is maybe this is a only uh tangentially related but design Something as simple as design can affect your parenting. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like even yeah. just little things like, okay, if you have a trash can that doesn't work, maybe it's one of those you push the pedal and the, or, you know, something, right. and it bugs you every time. You get up, you start the day, you use this thing, you're already in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're like, it bugs that you, is or so you reminded you you need to replace it, and you actually need to replace it literally for six months, and or whatever yeah. it is. And now you're grumpy to your kids. I mean, like, mm-hmm. those dumb little things, or mm-hmm. or you have the furniture in the wrong configuration and you trip mm-hmm. over this corner of the cabinet every time or you know whatever right. it is so, right. dumb little things like that which are designed you know problems that you can fix right um right they affect how your relationship relationships yeah. with your family are and all sorts of things like that i mean like oh you have this picture in your head of wanting to have like really great conversations with your kids about current events. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's on your coffee table? Mm-hmm. Like, are, right. is there anything that's going to spark that kind of conversation? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to have conversations in the same room where you keep all the screens? Like it's not going to work. Right. Like, you know, I, oh, yeah. you know right. that's all design. It I is. Know. It is all design. I also think, I mean, especially, you know, if you have a lot of children as you mm-hmm. and I both do, I think there really is something to that organization of design, too, of mm-hmm. knowing exactly where everything goes. And every kid <laughs> knows where real. everything <laughs> goes. And you have the spot for your backpack. Mm-hmm. And you, yes. and when you empty the dishwasher, you know where everything mm-hmm. goes. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that allows kids to be more independent and sure. frees you up as a parent from having to, like, you know, supervise every time someone has to clean. Totally. It's like if they know... This is what the room looks like when it's clean. Mm-hmm. This is what you, everyone. Let's take a little tour. Yes. This is what it looks like. Imprint it in the brain. In our, right. in our house, we call that baseline. I love baseline. it. Baseline. Yeah. This is baseline. <laughs> so if I ask you to clean the room, 
this is what it's going to look mm-hmm. like when you're done, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that can't happen if there's not a place for everything. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that's, that's, and, and we always have a room in the house where that's not the case because it's an ongoing, whatever, yeah. and our family changes all the time. So I'll be like, Oh, the, I love the office. And then three years later, it's like the office is no longer meeting our needs. There's no base. The office is now a storage closet. Yeah, it's just the junk room for oh, the next few months or whatever. Gosh. Like, and that's so, but, but the rooms that we like to be in mm-hmm. have a place for everything. Right. You know, no question. And if you get it right, Everyone wants to be there. Yeah. So we had we we did our family room uh, last year. Um, we had done it when we first came in, but then that was for little kids, and we've been there long enough now. It's older yeah. kids. We needed to redo it. It wasn't making sense anymore. Um, we had all these musical instruments that need to be incorporated, and and um, we redid it. We hadn't spent time in there in ages. It's been like over a year. We like it was like a walkthrough to the, to another room. Like we just didn't use it. Right. We're almost in it. I mean, we're in it all the time now. Mm, like, if right. you redesign it, you solve the problems. I right. Now, all of a sudden, we're having game night all the time. We, we haven't played a board game in, I don't know, literally years. Oh, funny. that's fantastic. I do yeah. think design can really affect things. It's funny because I'll tell a story about my daughter, India, who's here in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I redid her room, um, and I added a lot of shelving, which she was missing. I really created a space for every single thing. And then mm-hmm. I, I just redid it to be a little more tween. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not talking expensive, you know, but the, the new... The new bed spread from Target, you know, mm-hmm. some things on the walls. And she went from being a kid who struggled to keep things clean to because she knew where everything went and because she had the pride of the way that her room looked. Yeah. She keeps it immaculate now. Nice. Nice, yeah. nice job. Well, I, I mean, I, get, I have a similar story even with my husband, with Ben. So he... We redid our uh, master bedroom, and it was the last kind of section of the house that we tackled. It was mm-hmm. like we did all the kind of the public spaces first and anyway we finally did it and we had a proper closet because we had I and mean, it just had been weird it was a weird like the toilet was in one room the sink was in another room <laughs> and then you had to walk through the hallway to get to the, I mean it was right. just a weird space right we finally redid it and he's like oh I'm not a slob <laughs> because right. like, like it now it makes sense because like, like, it was yeah. like too complicated to like even get your clothes to the hamper because it was you know you had to go through yeah. four different rooms to even you know oh, I don't know yeah and then you're like you again if you nail it if you get it right and I think it takes time mm-hmm. I like to sit with the space and with this one I had like way too much time I wish we had talked earlier but if yeah. you sit with it and really solve the problem mm-hmm. it just helps yeah to, you know I agree well, okay, last question. Okay. And, you know, I want to um, touch on this because you do have a lot of kids and this is a departure from design. But, you know, what advice do you have for other moms of many mm. in terms of finding the time for self-care when you've got lots of little mm. kids? Oh, man. I mean, honestly, the first thing that pops in my head is I want to go like, it gets better. I know, right? <laughs> you just no, wait it out. Just, I know. Just wait it out. horrible. You know, I mean, I think of that, remember that video just series of like, you know, kids in high school where you have like Tim going, Tim Gunn telling you, it gets better. You know, yeah. Gets better. Yes. And I feel like yes. it's a little bit like that. I mean, I don't have toddlers anymore. I don't have babies. Those are very high maintenance times as they far as like, like physicality. You know, like make sure they don't die at all. Right. Times. All the time. Keep them alive. And that really does that phase ends right. and so it changes so I like I'm going oh if you're a young mom listening what can I tell you um you know like yeah, steal any little moments you can I mean all those things but um what happens um I feel like is the same at the time that you have enough time you're also um going you're aging so it's like your whole 
True. Your whole, mm -hmm. you have to reinvent everything. Like, what are your systems? What do you care about? I mean, yeah. anyway, so it is, a, it's some, it's a topic I love. I don't know that I even have great answers, but it's an ongoing thing. It's like, it you just got to roll with it. Yeah. And, and what yeah. works at, ever shifting, at what works at the age of your kids. And I mean, you're expected by the age of your kids and then your own age of how much time you're going to spend mm -hmm. yeah. and how much time you have available to spend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine when you finally think you figure it out, the next day everything changes. Right. Right. Totally. Like, be flexible. Totally. <laughs> be flexible. And I feel like I, what I've, where I'm at right now, phase, the current phase is if I'm going, if I'm at a conference, I'm putting on my makeup, I'm putting on my fanciest shoes, I'm having a great time. Yeah. But like day to day, I, I might not even wear makeup at all. Like yeah. that yeah. might be fine. You right. know, right. so I really am in that phase of life where I feel like I don't know that I went out of the house in my 20s without at least a little mascara or something, right. you know? Right. Which I didn't, of course, need it. I should do it now. Not, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, if you find something you like about self-care, because not everyone does. I mean, like, I'm thinking of, like, um, if you like massages, great. Or like a ritual. Some sort right. Of there's ritual, something, yeah. you know, great. Make that happen. Make it happen. You know, do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Light the candle, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, we encourage you to check out her book, Design Mom. It is a really yeah. fantastic book. It's a great gift book as Thank well. You. And then we hear a rumor yeah, that we you heard a rumor. starting a podcast. Guys, I went, I'm at a conference over here with you guys. I went to two <laughs> podcasting classes. I So what happened was the survey that I just mentioned, um, my readers basically told me to stop making video. <laughs> in, the, in the nicest possible way. Like they, were, they were so gentle about it, but we're like, stop. And like, oh, so they really want a podcast, and I don't, I, I don't even know. Anyway, you guys are the experts. I don't even know anything about no, it really, no. and I, so I'm, I'm trying to learn and see if it's really going to be the right fit or if it's like, yeah, no, they think they want a podcast, but you know, no. well, well, if it's see. anything like your blog, I think it would be very successful. Oh, yes, I do, I do. We look forward to that, so we hope it happens. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for talking with us. This was a ton of fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at, at selfie podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to shepherd audio for our intro music. Take care. Take care.